From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and back with me again is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Dana. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule and joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I will hold you to that. Um, (laughs) And as I know that the only thing that keeps you coming back is my jokes, I have a joke for you. All right, let's let's hear it. (laughs) You're so excited. Okay. Why did the man put cheese on his computer? Uh, something about mice, but I don't know. Because the mouse was hungry. Oh, ah. hilarious, Dana. <laughs> I've been saving that oh. one. What a sad thing that that's what oh. I've been saving. <laughs> well, maybe you have other ones that you save too that might be a little better, but that was a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> we'll, we'll pretend I have better ones in my pocket. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about today? Uh, you said we were talking about Roblox today. I think, so that's what... Yeah, I think Roblox is a great option to talk about. Um, I Full disclosure, I told you right before we started recording, I know next to nothing about Roblox other than, you know, the basic idea of what it is. So um, I think this is going to be really good for me, too, to learn a little bit more about it. But you said that you're more familiar with Roblox, right? Yes, I just from uh, my children and what I know from what they play and how they use it is what I know. I've never played Roblox because it doesn't really appeal to me, but uh, I understand the concept and most of how it works. Well, and I know it recently went public, um, and I don't know how that changes things as far as maybe you know privacy settings or or you know the safety side of things. I'm really not sure. Um, but I know it hit the news because it went public. So my assumption was that it's always been really popular, but it might gain a little bit more popularity because of that now too. Yeah. And I know, um, like right now you can play Roblox pretty much on any computer, um, Apple device, Android device, on Xbox. I believe you can, there's a workaround to play it on a PlayStation as well. Um, but the nice thing about Roblox is that it is a free to play game. So anybody can go on and play and create a little avatar person and play. Um, it's just sometimes within the game, there's in-game purchase purchases that you have to use their own proprietary currency that's called Robux. And obviously, to get Robux, you have to use real money to buy Robux. Um, but throughout the game, I mean, each individual person like can create their own kind of worlds in Roblox. Um, like... Just for instance, like if you're looking at the most popular like mini game within Roblox, um, so Roblox itself is like an online community, and then within Roblox, people make their own mini games within Roblox. Um, so once you go on there and you have a list of different servers or games you can play, then you can join them and play in those. But most of those other games that you can join are like created by another person. Okay. Um, so you can either join that and join your friends in there or whatnot. So just based on um, some stats here, um, the most popular, one of the most popular worlds on Roblox is a sub-game called Adopt Me, which I don't know what that is, uh, but it has received over 20 billion visits by uh, Roblox users. Weird. Um, and throughout there, 
like there's another game they call like Tower of Hell, which is like an obstacle course type game. Um, there's, you know, there's this Meep City game, they said, which is like a um, young investors type game. You learn how to buy in-game items and things like that. Um, hmm. Some horror survival games. So each game within Roblox kind of fits in a different categories. They have like shooting games. They have like adventure games and things like that that people can join. And then like within the mini games, when someone creates their own game within Roblox, um, then they also sell like premium content. So like, I know my kids were playing this boat game that you had to get from one side of a course to the other and there's obstacles and you could get like different engines or different boats that would make it go faster to complete the world. Um, that was one of their criticisms that they have is sometimes uh, the content is not filtered. Um, so people may put inappropriate things with inside their worlds uh, and it doesn't get caught right away. Oh. I know sometimes there is a, um, don't have a great filter. And then the chat filter also, um, they don't really have a chat filtration system. So um, people can swear and say things like that. Sure. Um, and then another thing that parents have to think about is the microtransactions. So do, you have to link by Roblox to put in the game. So um, another thing, once kids start playing games, they want the add-ons like in Fortnite and those other games and Roblox does have the possibility for that. Yeah. Um, but according to Wikipedia, it says that over half of the 164 million monthly users are under the age of 16. And I know it's very popular among younger children. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's my background in Roblox. That's my extensive knowledge for Roblox. <laughs> you brought some stuff to the table. I like it. Um, yeah. So let me ask this before I dive into some other stuff. Uh, so let's say you were playing Roblox and you were creating a world. Do you, yep. is the world the game? Like, do you create the game? Yeah. So you, it's kind of like, uh, they call it like a sandbox. So you have like a blank slate and you kind of put in what you want and those types of things. Uh, I don't know, um, with the content, if you have to have like a certain setting like, I know my kids, don't create their own world. So I think you have to be some sort of like content creator to do that okay. or like apply to say that you want to create worlds on there. Got it. Uh, Cause I believe you, cause you have to receive money for microtransactions in some of those games. Oh. So I'm guessing to, to create content, you probably have to be over the age of 18. I don't know that for sure, but I'm guessing that's, that's why uh, my kids have not created any. So more commonly <laughs> what people are doing is entering other people's worlds. Correct. Yeah, they'll go under Roblox and then look for all the available worlds and go play in those worlds. Because it kind yeah, of so looks, when they say ro- it kind of looks similar to Minecraft, um, kind of, right? Yeah, it's kind of that blocky, um, low graphic quality type game. But you're playing more um, of a some gamer of the- then. Correct. Instead yeah, you're playing like so. They have like the open world where you can walk around and then like interact with the character and chat with them. And then from there, it's just a whole list of all the different games that you can go play. So a lot of times uh, when I, my kids are playing Roblox or playing like a shooting game or they're playing like parkour type game and they're jumping along stuff. I know there's that, there was that show on Netflix called The Floor is Lava. Uh-huh. Uh, there was someone had created like a, a Floor is Lava Roblox world. So everyone gets pretty creative with some of the stuff they make on there. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, so I am I'm on commonsensemedia.org, and that's one of my favorite places to go and kind of get a quick snapshot of 
apps that I'm not familiar with or games that I'm not familiar with and get some more information about them. It does, I have to say, it does look like they have started to limit the free access to this so that you only get a certain number of um, views. Uh, You can only view a certain number of of reviews each month. Um, But that's okay. We'll just use our free access for the month, huh? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> but so this one particularly, I'm jumping into the photos right away to kind of get a feel for what Roblox looks like. And they actually took a photo of um, the privacy settings, which is great. So it's got contact settings for, I'm assuming, what you were talking about with the, the messaging, which is a little bit separate. Um, mm-hmm. And so they've got options on who can message me, who can chat with me in the app, who can chat with me. So there must be something separate that you can chat in the game, and then maybe there's an app separate from that. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I think through the, the mobile app, I think it allows uh, messaging between users. Oh. I think um, some of my kids' friends are on different platforms, so some will be on you know iPhone or some will be on Android phone. And I believe through the Roblox app, you can communicate with them through the mobile application. Got it. And then who can find me by phone number? And so this one, actually, this... Uh, example has it set to no one on all of them, which is fun. Um, but the, <laughs> fun in a, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but then the next part is other settings and it says who can invite me to private servers. Um, and so they've got the option for friends and then who can join me friends and users I follow. So there are different options that you can select in your privacy settings as far as, um, which worlds they can go in, who can come into theirs, you know, and you can kind of lock that down so that you are more aware of the people that they're connecting with through this game. Right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So that seems really great. Um, they rated it, Common Sense rated it as age 13 plus, they said, because it's a cool chance to design games, but there's a potential for iffy content, which is exactly what you were saying as well. Um. And then parents and kids alike both really rated it well. People are uh, people really like this, I think, for kids because it, like you said, it challenges more of that creative part of you um, and also gives them that chance to kind of interact online like kids are interested in doing, especially at those young ages, getting started with that. Right. And like any application, I mean, there's always good users and bad users. So I, I have nothing against Roblox. I mean, uh, Back in like our investigation side, we see you know cases in every single platform. And as far as Roblox is concerned, I mean, I've had minimal interaction with them on a law enforcement side. So, I um, mean, I think they do a good job at filtering content. And I think you know the messages that parents are giving their kids these days about being safe online and you know chat filters and leaving when they're encountering bullies and things like that are maybe helping. Uh, kids in the Roblox community, hopefully. Definitely. And we should say, so we do get some cyber tips from Roblox. um, And that's why we want to talk about this, because it's very easy as a parent, as a guardian, to say, you know, Roblox is safe. I don't need this yet. My child's only, you know, five, six, seven, whatever age your child is. Um, But I think this is a really good example of why we need to start these conversations when our kids are, are doing some of these interactions online, so that If something even minor, you know, that's inappropriate happens, they know how to respond to it. They know to come and get help. They know to shut the screen off. Um, And it kind of teaches them, you know, that digital citizenship, um, the the 
I guess the policing side of it, I'll call it um, self-policing side of it as they as they start to use social media and, and the Internet a little bit more as they get older. Right. And that was like if you um, like one of the things that we were trying to do is do two factor authentication for my 11 year old on Roblox and to go through that process and have a parent email address and all that kind of stuff is was kind of a pain. But uh, once, you know, you filter, you know, put in your child's account and say, like, link a parent email address to it, uh, then they're pretty good at updating you if something inappropriate happened or something like that. Yeah. So, and it does look they like. They do a pretty good filter. Yeah. And that's what that's what I was just going to say. It looks like they do have really good filters and they, they do. They try really hard to. um to fight against some of that bad content. So they say that, it, that posts and chats are filtered for inappropriate content and personal information references if a user is 12 or younger. So they're watching for if uh, somebody's oversharing. Um, and of course, like we talked about, parents can restrict their child's chatting capabilities. Um, and then they even make recommendations as far as, and this is from Common Sense, they're saying maybe disable that chat functionality uh, as a protective me measure or consider that four-digit PIN code um, before any changes can be made to the accounts and that sort of thing. And all that would help too, like you talked about with the in-app purchases. So making sure that they can't make any purchases that you're not aware of um, and that sort of thing too, because that's really important learning piece of the the online interaction as well is, is knowing about those in-app purchases and that that's real money. Right. Yes, which is uh, always fun when my children ask to buy stuff on games. What you need it for, and why can't you get it for free? <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, so yep. I guess just as we kind of wind down here, um, I always like to mention the things that uh, Common Sense points out that you can talk to your kids about if you're having some discussions about Roblox. So they've got um, families can talk about interacting with others in Roblox while pursuing their own goals. So could watching other players try a course of action and then letting them show you the best path to choose be helpful? Um, or what types of things can you learn while you're observing from other people playing? And I like that a lot because I grew up watching siblings play video games, right? I wasn't always or very often the one getting to play because I was younger, but um, I watched a lot of video game playing and I really enjoyed that. And I, now that I'm reading this, I think I probably did learn a lot about their reactions to how the game was played. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And it, yeah, sometimes like my kids will watch YouTube videos all day just to see how other players are playing and then kind of adjust their strategies based on those videos they watch. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting to me. I mean, I'd rather play than watch people play, but that's just me. That's a that's a great uh, comparison because YouTube is so popular with that sort of thing. Yeah, and that's interesting because I would actually rather watch people play now. Um, so let's see what else we have. What potential dangers can occur when you interact with strangers online? So talking about the types of information you should never give out to somebody that you don't know uh, and just talking generally about how to protect your privacy online. So that's safe. You know, that's a good topic across the board to be talking with your kids about no matter what they're doing online. And then same thing here. If kids happen to see something iffy or upsetting online, how should they react? So talk about potential reactions, um, such as talking to a trusted adult, telling a parent, like we said, closing that screen until you're able to get some help with that, uh, whatever it might be, so that um, they don't have to respond to that stuff on their own. So I think those are really good, solid messages that we talk about a lot. And it's a, it's a great way that they can be incorporated into to this talk about Roblox, too. 
Right. Well, it was a good, good conversation to have with them about being good digital citizens, and that's a conversation I have with my kids all the time. Was it something you would say to someone's face in person? Don't say it to someone online because that just leads to problems and bullying and lots of problems that you don't want to deal with. Absolutely. And so I would recommend jumping on commonsensemedia.org if you're interested in reading more about this because not only do they have the website review, but they also have um, the parent's guide, parent's ultimate guide to Roblox. And it's available in both English and Spanish. And it talks about, you know, safety. It talks about how it actually works. It talks about Robux, like you were talking about, um, a lot of different things in there. So uh, I would recommend taking a look at that if your kids are using Roblox, just so maybe you'll have a better idea of what it is and what's involved in that. So, um, yeah, or go download it. It's free to download. So go download and play with them. Hey, there you go. Perfect. There you uh, go. And there is a lot of good stuff on here. So that, that parent's guide is definitely something to, to check out. Um, so again, commonsensemedia.org, you can get that stuff for free and take a look at more information there. So Jeff, thanks very much. I think this was good information. I learned a lot about Roblox today, and it's going to help me as I continue to talk about this in the future, too. So thanks for everything. Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Let me know when you download and start playing. Let me know what you think. I will Just do kidding. that. Yeah, it might not be, you know, immediate, but maybe down the road. So um, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you can always connect with us. Um, you can find us at icac.widoj.gov. You can connect with us um, on our social media sites, which you can find through that site as well. Um, send us a message if there's something you'd like to have us look into for you or some apps or games you've got questions about. We're happy to take a look at those. So, Jeff, thanks again for joining me. And as always, everyone, stay safe.